Yes guys, it's Luke Telma and I'd like to welcome you to The Crunch. The podcast for health, fitness, mindset, success and more. Let's get into today's episode. We are back in business. It is 2022 and I'd like to welcome you all back to The Crunch Podcast with myself, Luke Telma, or you also may know me as Lean With Luke. So where have I been? Well, I was quite lazy to be honest with the podcast. I had a lot going on. I'd started running my own business and there was a lot to do. And I think the podcast just got pushed a little bit to the side. But now it's a new year. I've established some new goals for myself. And one of those was to reignite the podcast, make sure I'm helping as many people as I can on as many platforms as I can. So here we are ready for this episode. So as you can see from the title, getting back to fitness after Christmas. This is something that is obviously so relevant right now and something I thought a lot of people needed to hear. So today's episode is going to be essentially giving you some information that I've been telling my clients one-to-one and also with my online clients to enable them to get the best results after a heavy Christmas. So let's start with Christmas. First of all, I hope you all had a good time. I certainly did. I ate more chocolate than I think anyone that's listening to this 100%. So the key with Christmas is enjoying yourself. You know, whether you've been dieting or training hard throughout the year, Christmas is a nice time to spend time with family and sort of have a little bit of a relax. But then I think what happens is, is we all relax a bit too much (laughs) with food, training, lack of exercise. Then it comes to January and we're a little bit of a rut. So the first thing I'm going to say is don't feel bad for enjoying yourself over Christmas. You shouldn't think, oh, you know, I shouldn't have done that or I shouldn't have done this. I think it's very easy to sort of doubt what you've done. But to be honest with you, you've got to put it behind you. And I think what's more important is establishing what you're doing moving forwards. So in this podcast today, I'm going to be giving you three essential tips on what you can do to get you back to your best shape or get you on the journey to a healthier and fitter you after Christmas. So no messing, let's start with tip number one. Now this is gonna sound very cliche, but it is simply to establish a goal. So the reason why I'm suggesting this first is because I think everyone, including myself sometimes, can be like, right, it's January, I'm gonna lose some weight, I'm gonna do this and do that. But the the goals are very, you know, varied and they're very gray. They're not very specific or direct. They're very vague. And I think especially after a heavy Christmas, the key is actually be is to be sorry, as direct as possible. And the reason for this is because you can start to build an easier route, time frame or pathway to actually get you to that end goal. Because if you just say, right, you know, I'm going to lose some weight this month. I'm not going to drink. Uh, there we go. It's not very strong. You know, there's not a lot of legs or foundation behind it. There's a lot of ways that you could fall off. And also when you say I'm not going to drink, you know, if you drink three bottles of wine a night, is one bottle of wine not drinking? You know, you've got to really establish what this means. And I think many people get lost with the vagueness of what they set themselves. So when it comes to a goal, I think you shouldn't maybe have lots and lots of goals or be too over you know reached with what you're aiming for i think you should just definitely set even just maybe 3 to 5 goals that you want to achieve and i'd make them as clear as you can so 
let's take a top three and I'll tell you what most people put and how I would kind of change them or alter them to make them better. So let's say, I always use this name, I don't know why. Let's say Sally. And if you're watching this and your name's called Sally, shout out to Sally. <laughs> Sally wants to lose weight. So her first goal in January is to lose weight. Her second goal is to cut down her alcohol. And her last goal is to eat more protein. Now, these are great goals. And for Sally, you know, shout out, really good goals once again. But Sally, you know, where's the direction? So you want to lose weight, but how much weight do you want to lose? And how much do you want to lose by what time? You want to cut down on alcohol. What's cutting down? You know, what amount is that? You know, on a weekly basis? Is it a daily basis? What's the specifics? And you want to eat more protein. Okay. So maybe it's good to establish how much protein you was eating. And then more protein might not be a lot still. So what I'm trying to get at is there's a lot of questions. So I would take Sally's goals. And if I was Sally, I'd probably say in January, I would like to lose five pounds by the 31st. So straight away, we have a time frame and we have a specific. So five pounds by the 31st of January. Straight away, there's so much more that you can monitor there on a daily and weekly basis to get you where you need to be. Instead of just saying, I want to lose weight. The second thing there is I want to reduce my alcohol. Now, again, that's a very easy specific to fix up. So we could switch that to, I'm going to reduce my alcohol to two glasses of wine a weekend. So we've now established there's no drinking throughout the week. She's going to have two glasses of wine on the weekend. However, that comes about, again, more specific, easier to stick to, and much more diligent. The last one, more protein. You know, it could be I'm going to track my food intake on my fitness pal, which is what I get most of my online clients and one-to-one PT clients to do. And I'm going to monitor my protein intake for my first week. And by weeks three and four, I want to increase this by another 30 grams a day. That to me sounds more specific. And my online clients or one-to-one PT clients, if they listen to this, will know that we go through monitoring your food and we go through auditing what you eat to see, are you eating enough for your age, your weight, your gender? Um, Is it the right amount for your goal? And sometimes the only way you know if that's correct is by tracking and also by having the correct numbers to start off with, which is what I set for my clients. So they have all of their stuff worked out for them. It's very easy. They just have to hit the numbers. But essentially, if you haven't got that, you need to make sure that you're tracking what you're doing. And if the aim is to increase your protein, you have to know where you're starting off. So that brings me over to number two, my second tip. It is to work out your non-negotiables. So non-negotiables are what I would probably say, what I'd hope that when you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed, you brush your teeth. That's a non-negotiable. You know, there's not many times that most people are going to be listening to this that just skip brushing their teeth. Or if you've had a workout, skip having a shower, if you really sweat or smell, do you know what I mean? You've got non-negotiables that when it's dinner time, you eat. There's things that you set in place that you have to do because you have to do them for whatever reason. When it comes to health and fitness goals, though, many people neglect this. They don't set many non-negotiables. They float. So they go, yeah, I'm going to go gym three times a week. But if something comes up, they might not go gym three times a week. But instead, again, being more direct, it might be right. My non-negotiables 
are that I'm going to train three times a week on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I don't care what comes up, it's got to happen. If you have kids or a family or something like that, this could be a little bit more difficult. I don't want to be naive to that. But then you make plan B and plan C. So your non-negotiables may be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm training at three o'clock every day. However, if your plans because children or family changes that, then you go to your plan B. Right, that means my non-negotiables will be bang, bang, bang. So you just need to try and make as many routes and pathways as possible for yourself to enable you to gain success. Instead of just going, oh, I wanted to train three times a week, but you know, I'm so busy, so I can't do it. To me, that's giving up very easily. It doesn't sound like someone who wants to get back into shape, you know, after Christmas and they really want it. You know, you've got to have plan A, plan B, plan C. And if you don't need to do that and you, you don't have those problems, then just stick into Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 3 p.m. Regardless, I'm going. Make it a non-negotiable. And as soon as you do that, everyone else around you works around your time. Can you come out? No, I'm training at that time. Can you do this for me? No, I'm training at that time. And what happens is, is other people start to realize that they're non-negotiables for you. So they'll stop trying to interfere with it. And that allows you to carry on to get to your goals. And that could be with when you train, it could be when you eat, it could be a non-negotiable, no chocolate in the week, only on the weekends. Whatever it is, you've got to make certain things set that you can tell people and yourself so you make sure you stick to them more frequently. Now, the last goal I'm going to give you is probably simplistic and more simplistic than you think, but it's really important. So the third tip is to start with the small stuff. Now, I think one of the problems that people have when, you know, it's January and it's a new year, new me, 2022 or whatever year you're listening to this in the future. Oh, I'm going to lose 10 stone or I'm going to cut all sugar out. I'm going to cut all alcohol out. And for me, this isn't a very sustainable approach. It sounds like a very desperate approach to to fix a bad situation. You know, you've gone really one way, so you've got to now go really the opposite way to counterbalance it. But really, that, that shouldn't be the case. So you need to start with the small stuff. And there's the quote that, you know, success is the small sum of efforts made day in, day out. And this can't be more relevant with this tip. It's about the small goals. As I've mentioned, your non-negotiables, the this little thing of going to the gym three times a week consistently for a month. It's only small, but it's a big thing. It might be reducing your alcohol to one or two glasses of wine a week. You know, instead of going, I'm cutting all alcohol. It's a small step, but it's more sustainable and it will lead to the bigger goals. So I think you need to really think when you're establishing goals that you have your set main goals, but the little things you need to do to make up to them is the small stuff. Just the little habits, the little mindset changes, little bits of positivity, listening to podcasts, all things like this. Just start with the small, simple stuff and they will eventually lead to a bigger goal. Don't sort of run before you can walk. Start with just small, achievable things that you can do on a daily basis and I guarantee you it will really help moving forwards to your larger, larger goals. Sometimes with clients, they they come to me and they say, right, I want to lose 10 stone and you're like, right, Give me a bit of background of your current eating and training. Oh, well, you know, I don't really like to train and I eat what I want. And I go, right, before any of that, if you want to lose 10 stone, we really need to establish maybe some small steps first, like regular training, regular meals, 
regular maybe tracking of your food. When we establish some more specifics, then we can target a bigger goal, but we need to take the smaller steps and I urge you to do the same. Now, if this is something that sounds good to you, I hope you take all of these on board. You know, as I said, my clients use these and my Lean Body 8 plan, which is the eight week transformation plan is something where we establish all of this. We talk about your goals, how you're currently eating, how much you're gonna train, whether it's in the gym or at home. And we write out a plan essentially for you for eight weeks um, to get the best results possible. Now, there's been a bunch of people that have literally just started on the 10th of January, um, which is the time I'm filming this or, or recording this. And they're on a guide of eight weeks now to get some crazy, crazy results. And if you haven't seen any of these results, feel free to check my Instagram and have a look. Um, and if that is something you are interested in, feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram, Lean with Luke, and I'll be more than happy to get you on board and help you moving forwards. So there we have it, guys. Welcome back to the Crunch Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed them little knowledge bombs today and a little bit of motivation, push and direction to help you on your journey of getting into better shape after Christmas this year. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it to a friend or some social media. That would be great. And please look out for more podcasts coming soon. Have a great day. Have a great week. Keep training mean. Stay lean.